Loser, you're a loser. Oh, yes. A special edition of the podcast this week. VIP listeners only. VIP listeners only, indeed. We are, uh, well, so I guess I should start with, my name's Greg. This is Beauregard. And we're, we're offended. offended. Kind of. From the mountains. Uh, <laughs> we are, I don't know, around 9,000 feet, sitting at a lake. Uh... Having a good time. Yeah, uh, I think I'm gonna start off right away with. So this is a special edition of Booze News because we're actually drinking booze. Yeah, we've had a couple uh, a couple of different things on this trip. It's been a good time, but tonight we're drinking. Bo brought some Buffalo Trace. Buffalo. Buffalo Trace. This shit is good. It is real good. Everything hits different up here. Yeah. It's, it's something about that, yeah. right? Special. Uh, it's that crisp mountain air. Yeah. Especially mm. when it's trying to rain on us. <laughs> Even when it's trying to rain, it's uh, it's still pretty nice. <clears throat> oh, man. Talk about the Idaho weather. Like, up here, it truly is uh, Idaho weather. It'll change in an instant. <laughs> oh, yeah. While we're setting up, we, you know, it was blowing east to west, and then the clouds split. I've never seen clouds do a V, like... like Half are going one direction, and then the other half stalls and changes direction. We can't decide where we're going. We're going up and over this mountain? No. Got sunshine, sprinkle rain, sunshine, sprinkle rain. It's great. And Buffalo Trace to wash it all down. Buffalo Trace to wash it down. You know, in addition to this delicious Buffalo Trace, you also, Bo, brought uh, some My Father's cigars. And this is the first podcast where we've been able to smoke a cigar while doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm not opposed. No, these are... This is great times. It's uh, it's all. Just right. do this more often. Just talk your wife into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should and, be cool with that. And the band, because the whole studio will be <laughs> covered in smoke. <laughs> I know, man. I've thought about that. What do I get? Like a giant HVAC <laughs> scenario, just to. You know, if we have like a smoker's corner, mm-hmm. like half the band on one side, half the band on the other. If we finish the back half, and put in just a straight up ventilation system to the outside, move the recording. Yeah, stuff yeah. In there. Move it yeah. all in there. Maybe we can get away with that. But this is nice. This is really nice having some bourbon, having a cigar with you up here in the middle of the mountains. And these are one of my favorites. You introduced me to these. And I had to go, of course, buy some more at like midnight the next day or whatever <laughs> it was. Because <laughs> I wanted them to bring them up here. So, so far we packed them, I don't know, what, 20 miles or something? 22 uh, miles? Closer to 30. I don't know. It all blurs together. It does. It does start to blend. Like, is this day four? Is this day five? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we up here. We doing it. We doing it. But yeah, so they've been uh, chilling in this little leather case I got, and uh, now we're enjoying them. And we're on our, we brought two liters of Buffalo Trace, and we're on the second one, just full disclosure. Yeah, I mean. Not today, of course. <clears throat> Fourth bottle of liquor total, because each of us brought two. Hell yeah. Yeah, Hell we're yeah. getting after it. Uh, so I know there's uh, not a lot to be angry about up here what are you offended by today uh this i week? okay so i am offended by these dehydrated freeze-dried backpacker food pa- packages that they've got okay okay all right so th- okay so here's the deal some of them are great there's some that are just fan you 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 bust it out you eat it and you're just like oh shit this is actually really good i'm gonna save the you know i gotta remember this because this one was a really good one but then you get some, and they're absolute dog shit. Like, the flavor's not good. The, the little freeze-dried stuff sucks. I think 
more than having you know what type of meat and what type of calories and everything they should just have a flavor rating on the yes. back of these things <laughs> and like a, a dog shit to great rating you guys or you could just call it one to five one to five you know you know what you're putting out there right like you know that these guys are like yeah these ones are really good but we also need some that aren't as good for the idiots because uh, they're gonna want variety even if it's not as good Speaking of those meals, I was pretty fed a couple nights ago, now that you bring it up. I grabbed one, and it sounded like a good flavor, spicy Asian noodles, whatever, whatever. Ooh, yeah. And the picture looked good. You know, I can't read, but... Asian-style spicy noodles. I get it up here, and I start opening it up to cook it, and it's vegan. I didn't know Asians were vegan. That seems like completely... Asian-style right. means vegan now? You, I didn't... Maybe dogs and cats are vegan. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> are they gluten-free and vegan? Are they gluten-free and vegan? Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's so interesting. The, the vegan one that you had was kind of dog shit. Oh, yeah. I couldn't even eat it. But the best ones that I've had have been the vegetarian meals. And I think it's because they don't have to deal with the freeze-dried meat fucking up the thing. That's what I've noticed about these is gotcha. that there's, like, the beef, the freeze-dried beef is hot garbage. It, it never gets up to texture. And see, I thought you were just pulling out your ass, but I've been doing the freeze-dried chicken and pork all week. I pulled out the beef stroganoff today for lunch, and it was not great. Right? Like, like the sauce was great. Flavor's good. But, but by the time the, the meat got to where it wasn't chalky, it was, like, barely room temperature. Oh. Yeah. Then I keep burping. It's, like, stroganoff in my mouth. <laughs> That's not a bad thing in most scenarios, you know? <laughs> like, I'm usually cool with some, uh, some stroganoff making a reappearance. Unless you're in prison. Mm. Well, <laughs> then I don't want anyone stroking off. <laughs> But yeah, no, you're right. There needs to be, like, a... I know we got a bunch of, like, we both ended up with two different brands. Mountain House is a staple. It's decent. Right. Not great. Mountain House... There's some really... There's some bangers with Mountain House, though. Like, their Chili Mac. You, Chili you Mac, talk, yep, yep. yep. Chili Mac, and then uh, the lasagna. I like, really like their lasagna. I couldn't decide, so I thought chicken fried rice, rice sounded great. I brought two of those, and they were almost inedible. God, that's it. Yeah, I... I, the rice ones are always kind of hit and miss, I think. I think you got to go with noodle-type noodle, noodle type dishes. Because mm. the ones that I've had so far that have been noodle dishes seem to be pretty banging. You know, they're like craft. They get your noodle, noodle going. Jesus. Uh, the, the different brands thing is, it's so weird. So, like, you're right, Mountain House. And then you got a new one this time. Yeah, the Peak Refuel. Those were, those smelled amazing. I didn't try any of them, but they smelled So far, they've really all been good. good. Um, the beef stroganoff one, the beef didn't want to cook right, but it still tasted good. But yeah, the rest of them were good. There's, like you said, there should be a flavor rating that's like a third-party flavor board <laughs> that goes across the brands. Mine, the ones that I got were on sale over at Cabela's. They're called Alpine Air, A-I-R-E. I always thought it said fair, like... Right? That's like kind of... Fancy. That's what I... Okay. Maybe that's what they're trying to do, Alpine Fair. I don't know. There's an extra little thing on the E. Um, what I don't like is that they're also, they're in California, says here, Rockland, California, but they're very clearly also marketing to the French because everything oh. else, <laughs> everything on these is like doubled up in English and French or the Canadians rather. They're, they're marketing to the Canadians, which I'd be fine with in most circumstances, but there's so few people like, yeah, I don't think a lot of Canadians are buying California freeze-dried food. I don't think so. You, we, it's got to be so, so small that they can just go by the picture. <laughs> that's, that's it's it some is. kind of noodle thing. <laughs> it's, 
some kind of new deals. Plus, I don't think French Canadians are going out backpacking and, and roughing it. Like, they're all fancy. So. They're... What was that? Oh, no. you, you told me a great joke uh, earlier this week, and I love it. I'm going to be telling it for forever now. Uh, I don't remember. I've had so many. The whiskey, the whiskey joke. The three. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's the American, the Frenchman, the Irishman sitting on a bar, outdoor bar. The American sees a little fly in his drink. He pulls it out, shrugs, flicks it, takes a sip. The Frenchman notices the fly lands in his drink, takes it out, looks disgusted, or looks at it. Thinks about taking it out. Looks disgusted. Sends his drink back. The Irishman noticed a fly in his drink. Reaches in there real fast. Yanks it out. Looks at it and says, spit it out! <laughs> I love that so much. I kind of went Scottish there, but you, know, you get the idea. Get out! <laughs> spit it out! No, but that, I mean, that's, that is the typical, like, our, our idea of the typical French person. Is that they're just super fancy. They've got, like... I cannot be bothered with this drink that now has a fly in it. I will not. It has tainted my wine. Yeah. So I've met some French Canadians when I was in Maine, and they were obnoxious. Mm. And they would come over in summertime and do the tourist thing because it was like 60 miles away or 80 miles, whatever. So they would drive over, and they would just park on the wrong side of the road. Oh, my God. Walk across the street without a crosswalk and just glare at you, flip you off. And then they would stand in line behind you just yelling and jibber-jawing in French. I am walking here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I met a Frenchman on the trail last year, and he was all offended that I was carrying a gun. He's like, what do you need that for? What is that for? Be careful when you shoot. There are so many people. Let's, let's paint the picture here. Bo is carrying his AR. Well, yeah. With a, what is it, 15-round magazine on it? 30. 30-round magazine. Uh, practicing for hunting season. Just carrying it up there. And uh, you had two different people you ran across on that trip. Yeah, most people just averted their eyes. So they would see the rest of my group. like, hey, how you doing? Hey, Afternoon. How's it going? How's it going? Good evening. They'd see Bo and just be like, oh, They would just uh... like, they would take a double look and then look down on the ground. It was kind of funny. <laughs> this but guy it, doesn't exist. The French guy has me tell me to, that I don't need it and to watch where I shoot because there's so many people on the trail. I'm like, dude, I'm not just up here. I'm not just like, I'm not going to sit on a rock practice. and take a water break and start shooting through the woods. There are rocks around. I do, <laughs> I do not want to deal with a ricochet up in the middle of the fucking mountains. And then I had the old lady stop me. She's like, is that a gun? I'm like, indeed it is. This is yeah. not a cigar lighter. I can tell you that. <laughs> the most overpowered <laughs> cigar lighter on the planet. So she's like, well, what's that for? I'm like, I don't know. Bears, wolves, mountain lions. Shooting things, lady. Do you not know how guns She's work? She's like, why are you so paranoid? There's no bears up here. And then she went in this, like, I can't even remember, but it was like a three-minute spiel about how, like, everyone's so paranoid and it's such a nice, easy trail. And I need to calm down and sleep easier at night and not scare people away with guns on the trail. Bitch, you're in the Idaho wilderness. There are definitely bears up here. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. this, this is where bears live. That night when we set up camp, there's like... Wolf or mountain lion tracks in the creek next to us. I'm like, hmm. I mean, granted, we didn't see any, but. I've seen a couple of videos now of, like, mountain lions stalking hikers. Like, I definitely want to be prepared, you know. That's why I brought the nine up. Because if nothing else, I can at least, you know, hopefully deter it from right. continuing to attack me. Yeah, there was the one just, like, last summer. The, there was, like, a <coughs> hiker, and he was getting chased. He didn't have a gun, so he's, like, waving his poles. Like, hey, Whoa, hey, cat. Hey, hey cat. And it's like jumping at him, doing the swipe thing, oh, man. backing off. And it's like, he had to go another couple miles like that. That's crazy. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's crazy. I don't want to deal with that. Then we had the lady the other day ask me if it was a real gun. Oh, that's right. Is that a Here. weapon? Is that a real weapon? <laughs> no, it's uh, airsoft. 
I'm gonna shoot some bears uh. with BBs. Wow, that's a that's a lot of gun. Yeah. And then she found out how far we gone because they were like day hikers. She's like, "Man, you guys are intense." Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they talked to us for a while for a couple of chicks on the trail alone. Those two, yeah, on our way up, yeah, 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 they did. Yeah, I mean, they probably had bear spray. They weren't idiots, you know. They they understood <laughs> that bears existed. Yep. Man, the scar's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, I really like these. My father's man. These are fucking great. I also really like my father. I got lucky in that regard. <laughs> this has been a hell of a trip so far. So our first day uh, getting in was something special. You so your buddy Alex came with us, and he shout out Alex, dude. Shout out to Alex, man. He brought uh, fucking antelope pepperoni, uh, some deer jerky, some elk jerky too, elk jerky, some other sausages, and, and then. Deer steaks. Straight up, like, four awesome deer steaks. And holy cow, we cooked them over some pine coals, and they were phenomenal. It was, like, amazing how good these things were. Oh, yeah, we skewered them up like little little uh, finger steaks, kind of, but... Yeah, how would you even describe that? I don't we know. Like, we, like, ribboned them onto the skewers. Yeah. It was like a kebab, but no veggies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is how I like kebab. it. <laughs> yeah. I don't need the food. My food heats on my food. Oh, yeah, that was awesome, man. Dude, that was so good. That, I mean, that was... We were up way too late that night, though. We stayed up till past midnight just drinking. We went through a whole bottle of whiskey, uh, of, of Glen Morangy, yeah. Glen Morangy, and then a bottle of wine that he brought. Well, a, a, box, of, a box of wine. A box of wine. <laughs> and he also brought a pint of crown. A, a pint of crown, dude. We, we cashed all that shit on oh, yeah. night one. No, good thing there's no wolves at that spot. <laughs> none we of us stirred until like ten twenty. We would have slept right through that shit. Like that by, was by the time we're all baking in our sleeping bags. We, it was about the time we woke up. Day two was fucking awful. I will go ahead and say it. Like we woke up at ten thirty. We didn't like actually set out away from the camp until afternoon. It was probably what twelve fifteen, twelve twenty. Yeah, somewhere in there. And by then it was already like 85 degrees in, in the Grand in the South Fork Payette Valley, the Grand Jean Valley. Yeah. I don't know what the humidity was, but I would guess it was like 50. Dude, it was gnarly. And then we hiked for like eight hours that day. Um, it was that was one of the most brutal days of hiking. Full packs. Like we had we ate all of your buddy Alex's food. And I know. <laughs> so not, neither of us lost any weight out of Good our Good for packs. him for sharing, but damn. <laughs> no, you should have ate a couple of my mountain house meals. I should have just, like, just crammed him down. Anyway, I don't, I don't need these, but I'm going to fucking eat them anyway. <laughs> just... We could have just sent him back with food. That's true. Thanks for dinner. Just, here's two meals. Here's a couple. And for some reason, I brought, like, 20 <laughs> packs of salmon. It sounded like a great little snack, but when, it, when you're hot and sweaty sitting on a rock with your backpack still on, you don't really want to dig out a spoon and a salmon pack and eat some oily salmon out of a bag. Nothing quite like uh, sweating, being out of breath, and then cracking open that thing and smelling that pre-cooked salmon. It's, gr- like, it's great in most circumstances. Like Once you calm down, you're like, oh, I'm hungry. Some fish yeah. does sound pretty good. But that like super hot and then fish smell hits you, it's, it's too like, much. We already smell bad enough. <laughs> I should have sent him back with like 10 of those. Yeah, yeah. Here, just take these. <laughs> we ate your stuff. You take this with you. Leave it in the truck bed. <laughs> oh, day two was rough. So we got into Elk Lake, like, I want to say it was 8, 8.30. Yeah, about like 45 minutes before dark. 
And, uh, dude, I was so exhausted. We set up, we set up camp. Um, we boiled water for our, our dinners and then I got like four bites into mine and I was like, I can't eat right now. I'm like so exhausted, mentally broken. That was a, a brutal day. Like, uh, I spent, <laughs> I spent most of the, the remainder of that night and then like two hours the next morning just contemplating like, are we going to turn around? Are we just going to turn around and go back? Like, that was a serious thought in my mind for a while. <laughs> Dude, the humidity and heat. What the hell? <clears throat> well, then, yeah, like day two, uh, that, that trip to Elk Lake, it, got, it had to have gotten up to over 90. Um, yeah, my thermometer said it was 91 point. Dude, it was so hot. We're just to be sitting to... in the shade sweating. Oh, my goodness. It was, <laughs> it was so rough. That was, that was one of those come to Jesus moments where you're like, all right, I may have made some bad decisions here. <laughs> I brought four pounds of salmon for no reason. What I didn't bring this go around that I'm happy about was an eight pound fucking stainless steel fire pit. I know. Last year, Greg brought this fold up stainless steel fire pit thing. You could... Which was super cool. Super cool. Entirely yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> I think we set it up the first night just to test it out, and it was it was cool. It was neat. It was a cool little like V shaped tripod kind of a thing. Claps down. It claps down to like a, a half an inch, three quarters of an inch thick, and it, it just like the size of a eight by eleven piece of paper. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's about right. But then it's like four or five stainless steel plates that weigh eight pounds. Good lord! And then everywhere we went had a fire ring. So like on day three everywhere or four, everywhere we went had a fire ring. Greg was contemplating throwing the stainless steel like next to a campsite and leaving for the next guy. I was. I was legitimately thinking about I getting fold it up and this. just leave it there, and maybe somebody will take it home. I think the only thing that kept me from doing that is that it cost me like eighty bucks <laughs> or whatever, the, or however much it costs. I was, I was just like, ah, I gotta take it with. I gotta keep it. Yep. It was brutal. So then day three, after, after Elk Lake, and we, I, woke, I woke up early that morning. I just I popped awake at like 6, 7 a.m., something like that. And I was up about 10. So I was up at 7. <laughs> and, uh, and I spent the first two hours just like, what the fuck? Do we, do we just turn around? Like, I'm just contemplating all my life's decisions. And then finally, like after a couple hours, I like had my coffee I was feeling better. I went for a little jaunt down the way and, and loosened my legs up. And I was just like, no, we're doing this. I came up. I want to see some fucking alpine lakes. I want to get to elevation. We're still down at like, you know, 6,200 feet. Like it was nothing. I was like, no, I'm not giving up. We'll just, we're going to change the plan instead. And so we we'll called an audible. <laughs> yeah. And I missed all this. I just woke up. It's like, so where's my coffee and what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> if we would have said we're turning around stopping the river a couple times and making a, a three or four day trip I would have been fine be like alright fine we said no we're keep going I'm like oh, okay alright I guess we're doing that then <laughs> so we decided to only go like what four or five miles the next day and we found this super dope spot by the south fork um, we just it, just like a little clearing on the side of the trail and, we're, and I was just like that's our spot and so we posted up and went down to the river and there were these just the, the the South Fork, I had no idea how rugged it was. There are so many sections where the river's just running along bedrock and mm -hmm. then comes crashing down into these giant pools. And we saw spots where there was, well, we saw several waterfalls. So many waterfalls. The spots where it's floating over granite. It almost looked like a water slide. I mean, there's cracks in it. It probably hurt your ass, but. Dude, there were some that looked like, like they had like a little jump at the end of the wa <laughs> water like slide. Like 20, 30 feet of 
granite bedrock all smooth with water flowing over it. Oh my God, it was so cool. So we, so we found, found a spot that had little waterfalls and some pools in it. Where you post up, get clean water, and then swim a little bit. I By swim, I mean like sit chest high. Sit chest high in water. <laughs> I uh, I was so glad that I washed my clothes at that spot because I was getting a little rank. After... Oh, I was thankful. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> All right, you got to cheers me on that. That was pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was nice to get a like a full rinse, and then every day after that has been, you know, three, four, five miles on the trail here. Yeah, I think skipping that six mile detour. Oh, it was longer than that, dude. We we cut out probably eight, maybe ten miles, and a bunch of elevation change uh, by going the other way. Now so. we're only gonna do like forty two miles instead of like fifty two. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> it it, uh, it slimmed it down quite a bit, and. Uh, yeah, we still got to see a lot of really cool terrain. Surprising number of people up here, huh? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, the first few days coming up, the gnarly part, people are going down. They people just are like, heading down the other way. <laughs> They're like, oh, you're heading, you're heading up? Okay, well, good luck. <laughs> well, yeah. that was another thing about the, that second day where, the, where we had to really hump it. There were, um, there were just giant trees for, like, for a good four-mile section. Mm -hmm. twice a mile, maybe three times a mile, you'd have to na circumnavigate this set of trees. And it's just so disheartening when, you, when you're just tired and you're oh, yeah. laden. The country up here is just covered in boulders. <coughs> so th the one trail, the horse trail there is, that we're following is already rugged. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden there's two trees that are three feet diameter, two feet diameter across the thing. Then you have to go down or up the hill. <laughs> 80, 100 feet. Fuck me. Yeah. Find the end of the tree and then back up the hill or down the hill, whichever way you chose. Then we, oh yeah, then we hit that rock slide. Mmm. The rock slide. That was really cool. That was cool. It was a little bit of a pain in the ass, but some of those boulders, man, like you could tell where like those things cracked on the way down. Like eight feet diameter boulders that are cracked in half. You know it's only like a third or a quarter of it. That shit was gnarly. There were some really big ones. What killed me was the guy coming down the other direction. He was just like, and then I was coming down the trail, and it was like, dead end. Where like, do I go? Blocked off, bro. <laughs> and we get there, and we're like, huh, let's figure this out. So I climb up on the first rock, and I'm like, oh, there's the trail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was maybe 100 feet wide. It was like, come on, man. So you did a little boulder hopping down and up and down and up, and then you're out of it in two It minutes. was fine. It was fine. It's kind of cool. But now, now we've gotten up to, uh, where are we at? Rendezvous Lake, which is super cool. Like, we're in this, oh, yeah. we're like right in the, right in the bowl. We're, we're the a mountain. few, we're in a bowl at the top of the, this pass. We're probably a few hundred feet from, like, the peak, peak of the area. So cool. Which we're going to cross tomorrow. And, uh, thankfully, I still have a couple good dehydrated meals left. I know now which ones are the good ones. I didn't diversify too much. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be all right for the next uh, the, the come down. Yeah. And never buy the chicken fried rice on Mountain House. Yeah, don't get that one. And Unless you want a soggy, flavorless pile of rice. And oh my God, these birds! We have had these birds in this camp just hooting and hollering. I think that we are maybe like right in the middle of their mating path. I think they're greedy <laughs> because we went wandering through the woods to look at. They were the following area. us. We were like 300 feet away, and they were following us, yelling at us. It's like, no, you get one side, we get one side. Come on. <laughs> Let's share. 
So yeah, it is it is tough to find stuff to complain about up here. The best I've got is the quality of these, you know, backpack super light dehydrated meals that make my life significantly easier than last time. The <laughs> yeah, last time you brought I brought He didn't so quite much bring food. a sack of potatoes. It was but really he did close. bring several pounds of like mashed potato mix. Hey! Hey! I hope you guys can hear these birds. This is gnarly. <laughs> Yeah, I basically was planning on like cooking a meal every single night. Boil some water, make some couscous, mix in this, you know, broccoli cheese rice, mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, Which like, is awesome for me eating, but I wasn't carrying it. <laughs> That's right. No, we definitely, okay, so I remember last trip, uh, you definitely swapped me some, like, you know, I cooked for all of us one night and I had, you know, I had enough for the, for the three of us. And then the next night you're like, hey, you want one of these? <laughs> Let's one of these freeze-dried meals. I was like, yes. Oh, please, yes. <laughs> You'll have to get out three pans and measuring cups. <laughs> oh my god, I brought my whole camp kitchen. That thing weighs like four pounds. It's it just like utensils and spices and all sorts of other shit. Which is killer when we do a, a car camping trip. Oh yeah, Yo, three-day yeah. trip, and you've got breakfast, lunch, and dinner, spices and flavorings. I know how to car camp for sure. Yeah, dude. It's I, I need to get back into the when real I, swing. When of I saw you pull that out after a nine mile hike up and over a mountain, I was like, "Holy shit!" I mean, I'll eat your food, but damn. Well, I also brought that little camping table, that little that little table that folded down, which again, super convenient, really cool to have, totally unnecessary. <laughs> it was like, so right, unnecessary. Right now, our table is like this three and a half foot diameter flat granite slab yeah it's pretty pretty cool it's badass it's got a little pinkish hue to it uh i would classify it as smoothed <laughs> <laughs> almost salmon it is almost a salmon-esque hue uh it really it really ties the room together <laughs> yeah it helps with the feng shui uh yeah I, I i've really been digging this trip i packed way lighter uh if anything i brought too many clothes I didn't need to bring as many clothes as I brought. I'm glad I have them, especially the, the upper layers, but like I had uh, seven pairs of socks and seven pairs of underwear. Jesus. Well, my feet get stanky. <laughs> you guys don't want my stanky feet all up in your biz and I don't want to ruin my boots. True, true. Once but, you go too far with the boots, you can't bring them back. No, there's no bringing them back. You could soak them in hot water and bleach, I guess, but then all the stitchings come apart. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to put I know my leather experience. boots in bleach, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, last night, it did get a little chilly. That mm -hmm. was fun. It threatened to rain on us for a minute. It was definitely 30 degrees when I woke up in the morning. I, yeah. I woke up, checked the thermo. It was 30. It was cold enough I waited till it was 40 before I got in the lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, Bo's a fucking beast. Just hopping in lakes. He's just like, what, te what temperature is it? 45? The water feels 50. I'm getting in. <laughs> yeah. I'm, go I'm going for it. I, I wonder how many times hikers have seen me from the other side. I'm just out there. Like this morning, I went naked. Normally, nice. I go in boxers. Hell yeah! But you got the opportunity, man. Go for it. Wash out a little bit. Wake up a little bit. <laughs> I'll splash a little on my face. <laughs> I'll definitely hop in if uh, if like I'm I'm looking forward to this next lake because I'm definitely hopping in into Imogene. The lake we're at right now is a little marshy around the edge. So yeah, the middle of it looks nice. It's got like blue green water, sand on the bottom, and logs. We have to walk through twenty feet of silt silt and reeds <laughs> silt and, and frogs and mosquitoes yeah yeah <laughs> not super interested 
Uh, let's see. I had a little topic. So last week, my neighbor's uncle was in town and brought his new Tesla. Mm. And I've always been anti-Tesla, mainly because of the douchery that is involved with Teslas. And then you, you don't know, like calling Elon Daddy Musk. Daddy Musk. <laughs> you don't like. I saw Daddy somebody Musk? with a tattoo that said Daddy Musk. No. Yeah. What a the cunt. Tesla symbol like on his inner arm, oh and then Daddy God. Musk on his. I think it was on his leg or his calf. Maybe, maybe that dude made a shitload of money off a of Tesla stock. Maybe. Maybe that's why I'm offended. No. <laughs> what a cunt though. Like, <laughs> get it over yourself. But yeah, so then the whole earth rape thing of mining lithium offends me. But what I'm offended by in this particular instance is how holy shit fast those things are. And he had like one of the baser models. He said it was only like 55 grand. That's not horrible. No. I mean. And we took it on us. He took us for a spin and holy shit, like turns your stomach so fast. Going down a certain road. I won't say which road. But the speed limit is not much higher than 30. <laughs> Just barely over 30. And you come around a corner and see that it's clear. And in like a quarter mile, half mile stretch where you can see the corners, uh, punch it. And it goes 30 to 85 in like a second and a half, two seconds. That's nuts. And then That's so fast. And then it has auto braking. So if you're going that fast, you totally let off the gas. The motors kick in and it charges the battery and applies the brakes. That's pretty cool so like if you don't want that you let the gas out halfway and you just coast but if you just let off all the way it'll like kick in the brakes so you go 90 miles an hour and then slow down to 30 come around the corner and just boom rock back up to 90 <laughs> and we took it on a road outside of town it's all curvy canyon road that i wouldn't go like the speed limit is 20 and 25 and something. oh yeah yeah i know what you're, i know what you're talking about and uh you know we come around the corner like 40 punch the gas doing 110 and then 40 110 40 112 40 95 <laughs> it was like almost upsetting to the stomach i'm guessing the battery doesn't last quite as long when you when you Probably drive not. it that way but he was like talking about it's it like there's no gears there's no shifting yeah it just changed the amperage and the voltage to the to the motors and has a motor for the front wheels motor for the back wheels he's like this isn't there's like an x model that's faster and then s model that's like double double fast so this one is speed limited at 155. Wow. So he said, and he was telling me about like the Mustang and the Corvette he raced on the way up. And yeah, they're faster top end, but cruising down the freeway at 85, you go to pass a Corvette and they floor it. He would floor it and he hit 140 in a couple seconds and they're like way behind. Wow. It's ridiculous. I've, dude, I've driven 100 on the interstate and I've felt sketched out going that fast. So I was just like, I should not be driving this fast. I'm going to slow back down. 90's about my max. That all. What were you I'll, driving though? Uh, uh, the the Ford, the Ford Fusion. Oh, okay. So reasonable. Like I would never try that in a truck. Don't get me yeah. like, that shit's just a recipe for disaster. I'll hit 80, 85, and that's that's my max in the truck. If I can, I'll drive uh right behind a semi, like 70. You know, the, you know how they drive. You know, it's the 72, sign, 74. Sign says 70. They're like 72, 74. And so I'll just like find one that's that doesn't seem to be in a hurry and cruise control right behind it and. That's what I do in my truck, too. Peek out every now and then so he knows I'm still there. <laughs> yeah, and I also looked up, when I bought those big-ass tires, I looked at their speed rating. They're only rated for 90. So I, and that's, you know, 90 for, like, a couple of minutes before they blow or whatever. Oh, wow. So I, I feel weird going 85 and setting the cruise <laughs> because I feel like I'm pushing it. Yeah. So I'll go 80, 82, but 
on a really hot day, I feel like I'm pushing it, so I'll go 75. Oh, that's a good point, man. Yeah. All right, I want to come back to this Tesla thing real quick. <clears throat> so, so we're definitely moving to this whole self-driving autonomous vehicles. Like, people are not getting their driver's license anymore. Like, kids don't fucking care about oh, yeah. getting their driver's license. And so we're definitely headed towards this self-driving car for everything. And the biggest problem I have with Tesla having such a, such a kick-ass acceleration system is that I'm worried that these self-driving cars are going to know that I'm wasted drunk in the back seat and start fucking with me. <laughs> like, like this guy. Oh, man. Can you imagine me really drunk and just going 90-30, 90-30, 90-30, Jesus. It was making me almost sick to my stomach sober. <laughs> the other thing that I know is going to happen is that the cops are going to, like, arrest someone and call in the paddy wagon, self-driving Tesla, to come pick them up. And you're going to have to get in the back of this Tesla that's going to drive five miles an hour, talk, you know, like making some announcement about, look at this idiot. He decided that he wanted to hit oh, his God. wife. And, it's you know. like the new stocks. <laughs> yeah. You know, like putting someone in the stocks and making fun of them for two days. Yeah. And it's just going to drive you five miles an hour all the way to the police station. But they're so soundproof on the inside, you're not going to hear what it's saying on the outside. It's just going to be, you know. Look at this faggot. It's just going <laughs> to Look at this faggot. He didn't know how to be responsible in this new republic. <laughs> and they are soundproof. The one he had has uh, like the little crossover looking SUV thing. So the whole roof is glass, all leather wrapped. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. The navigation system was like Ooh, a 20 yeah. inch screen. And it had radar, dude, when you're driving. Like when you're going down the road and you come around a corner and there's trash cans on the sidewalk, it would pop up on the map. That's pretty cool. Like, hey, don't swerve, drunk idiot, because there's some <laughs> trash can. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's like soundproof. The only reason you knew you're going fast because the trees are going by, like, well, and when you accelerate, your stomach goes. <laughs> when you were driving by cyclists taking up the entire lane, does it does it designate it as faggot? Like. Oh, oh just, careful, there's a faggot in the road. There's like this little triangle that says douchebag. <laughs> douchebag. <laughs> but yeah, they would show you like oncoming cars, cars in front of you. Um, oh, it even picked up cones. Wow. So like you drive down the road and there's cones on the side of the road. They would pop up as like little orange markers on the map. I don't know how it does that. Maybe the reflection or something. That's really interesting. And the doors are weird too. You can't, there's no door handle. There's a button. So I don't know what happens if the battery dies, but you push the button, the door goes. It opens like a half an inch, and then you push it the rest of the way. Yep, and then Sigourney Weaver pops out, and then uh, <laughs> they find an alien race uh, still in their eggs. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, the, the Tesla thing is interesting. I'm waiting for the Siri voice in the Tesla uh, to tell me no. Then, then I'm going to be real worried. <clears throat> uh, yeah, take me to the store. No, I can't do that, Greg. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't do that, Dave. You haven't had your vaccine. Fuck! You're not allowed to go to the liquor store. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Send me to the store, man. That's been a running joke this whole trip, too. Make oh, fun. yeah. I definitely want to talk about this. So I want to get into how we definitely have an absolutely senile president. Like, the dude is, is on the verge of being completely out of his mind. And it's so evident in so many ways uh, that it's... It's 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 beyond disturbing. It's now at the laughable stage. Like we've we've got a guy who's like, "Come on, man!" For Come on, man. For everything. Like, but he said he said that so much. Oh man. Like it's his tagline at this point. Yeah, we've had a really good time just saying "Come on, man!" Every chance we get here. 
Yeah, trip over rock. Come on, man. Come on, man. Who put that rock there, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found a, I found a screenshot. Some I think Dave or you sent me. There was a Joe Biden quote about teach a man to fish, man fish, uh, never have to mountains again. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> this has oh. been a slow, steady decline with our president's cognitive function, though. Like, No, I think from a year ago to now, it's way worse. Oh, man. I don't know if they had him on better drugs or something before. I mean, he did do a lot of press conferences from a basement. <laughs> and he would yeah. do, like, ten minutes at a time and then cut off. So the theory is that he had his handlers there, like, here's some coffee, here's some, I don't know, some Coke or something. <laughs> Probably. They're just amphetamines, just pumping full. He's pumping like, full. I'm Zoom meeting from my, I'm doing a, a thing, you know, the thing. The thing, you know. In my basement. This is my, this is my husband, Jill Biden. <laughs> I think one of my favorite recent quotes is, we're just like, we've had 300 and, I forget the exact number, but it's like 360 million Americans vaccinated. <laughs> we need to get that up to 100%. We need to get that up to 100%. <laughs> uh, that's Joe, that's like 112%. <laughs> buddy come on man joe biden most effective president 112 percent of the population <laughs> vaccinated oh god i mean i know we're giving out shit to other countries but are we counting them as americans now hey you know maybe it's maybe he was looking at doses <laughs> 360 million doses yeah i don't know i don't know it's hilarious. i like this quote where he's like in the middle of his speech and he goes on about his leg hair mm. yes. so, so anyway i got hairy legs and you know in the pool like the kids rub my legs and it glistens like it glistens in the sun. The, the children love rubbing my leg, and they're just they're attracted by it like moths to a flame. <laughs> <laughs> they love rubbing my hairy legs. Jesus, like this guy is out of his goddamn mind. <laughs> what was the other one you were telling me about? Where he like uh, he must have an earpiece in because he'll be like giving mm -hmm. speeches, and then. Uh, what was the example you gave me? I forget. It was. Um, well, yeah, no, they've been talking about it the whole time, like. Because sometimes he'll get off track and then he'll stop and like look like he lost signal. And then he like restarts. Anyway, the thing. <laughs> the thing that I was talking about, I forget, but. Come on, man. Come on, man. There was one where like he was, uh, he was going into a building and there was troops outside. <laughs> and they saluted him. And as he walks by, they must have told him, salute the troops in his earpiece. Because he said out loud, salute the troops. Salute the troops. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this one so Good bad. on the troops because they didn't, they didn't blink. They're just like, ugh. Like, yep, this I mean, is the guy that has nuclear codes. All right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. How funny is that? You just walk by and they're like, Mr. President. He's like, salute the troops. <laughs> he didn't salute. He just said salute the <laughs> he troops. He just said salute the troops out loud. I love it. Well, and then I love the part, like, well, he'd be giving a press conference. And then he'll he'll finish, you know, what his little speech that he's doing. And then uh, and they'll be like, all right, it's time for some questions. And then typically the president will, you know, field questions from the audience. And in this case, he like pulls out a piece of paper and he's just like, all right, now let me see here. Um, uh, Andrew Smith. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, there's been like some cell phone videos where they zoom in, like in the audience around the side of him. And he has a list like, ask for these reporters. Be like Andrew Smith, and then he'll answer one question with a probably in his ear pierce answer, and then he'd be like, "All right, where's uh, you know, John Smith or whatever." <laughs> it's like, dude, this is so obvious. This is ridiculous. Then he'd be like, "I can't, I can't answer your question. I'll get in trouble again." This I gotta go. They said I gotta go. I'm like, <laughs> who said? Who are you getting trouble by? You're the president. 
I don't remember the exact bet that we made about uh, the presidency. I think we, it was either Biden wouldn't make it to the end of the year or the end of his term. And I, I said six months. You so. said six months. All right. Well, we're, I won we're that. We're approaching that, yeah. Because he's going to make it. Like, even if he's full Reagan status where, like, Nancy's prompting him right now. Like, dude, some of those old videos are fucking crazy. It's like, oh, Reagan's out of his mind. Nancy's just, like, telling him what to do. Uh, yeah. This, I think that what this really speaks to is how little the establishment wants uh, Kamala in office as president. Like, no, we can't have a black person and a woman at the same time be president. That's ridiculous. Isn't she also, like, native or something? Who knows? All I know is that she was one of the worst prosecutors in California. Uh, she just ran her, like, oh, she... Talk about tyrannical. Good Lord, man, like... Like, she would bust people on circumstantial evidence and keep them in there past their appeal dates just for the free labor. It's fucking crazy. Like, she committed crimes against humanity for sure. Yeah. Like, I no respect for that lady whatsoever. I, I, I clued my mom into that, and uh, and she was like, really? And then she looked it up, and she's like, oh, really? I know, that's why <laughs> like, so funny all these, like, super leftist people are like, we need her, blah, blah, first colored president. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with colored woman vice president but have a problem with somebody like you're so anti-cop and like think everybody's out to get the minorities but you but you're gonna hire the the guy that that wrote the 1994 crime bill and uncle tom that's in office just prosecuting this same group of people for the same shitty crimes like oh we found him with crack that's 20 years we found him with cocaine that's gonna be six months and then 18 months probation you're gonna have to pay a fine and do community service it's the same fucking drug, you idiots. It's the same goddamn thing. Yeah. One is purchased by poor people, and one is purchased by people whose parents gave them money. <laughs> like, not a hard equation. This guy runs a tech company, so he can't keep him locked up. This guy is barely paying his bills and has seven kids. We should lock him up for life. We really think that this person has a really bright future, and it would be a shame to, to put them in jail, so we're just going to put them on... You know, three years probation, and they need to pay a fine. Meanwhile, the same kid who's got colored skin who gets caught with the shit and is, you're going to prison, son. Ten years yeah. minimum. And the people that wrote the bill are now the ones being voted on by the minority. It's fucking crazy. Well, not being voted on, they're in now. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. I don't understand. Like, it blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. Come on, man. <laughs> Can't see the writing on the wall, man. Anyway, I got hairy legs. Anyway, so these hairy legs, kids love touching them. What was the other thing that, like, he has some really creepy interviews with uh, with some with some little kids. Well, yeah, he'd be like interviewing, and in the middle of the conversation, he was like stopping at some little kid, mostly girls. Like, uh, hold on, hold on, Miss, what's your name? What's your name? Hey, hold How on. How old are you? Twelve. Oh, just beautiful. Come see me after this. <laughs> Like, come what? on, bro. He did it several times. It's so Look at those crazy. little brats in her hair. They're, isn't she just adorable? I want her to sit on my lap. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> no. Do you want to? <laughs> Shit. It's just crazy. Like, we got, we got a president that's out of his mind. We got a vice president that no one wants in office. I mean, it was like this the last four years all over again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Trump seemed... Somebody's got to be playing a joke on us at this point. It's laughable. I'm not surprised that the rest of the world thinks that we're retards. Like, straight up retarded. 
you uh, you know saying that the U.S. was number one used to mean something. Not so much anymore. I think that we've uh, we've hit a plateau, as it were. <laughs> Maybe we're starting to slide down a little bit. I don't know. You know, something along those lines. So like the guy that loses the race. Hey, I was only eight seconds behind. That's pretty good. Yeah, uh, but you lost. But you lost. That was <laughs> your last last place. <laughs> but only by eight seconds. Okay. Uh. <clears throat> yeah, it's um, it's really interesting this this modern world we live in. And uh, God, I come on, man, can't we shape it up and and uh, get back on track? We got Bezos riding his penis to space. God damn. I was really hoping that would blow up. God, weren't we all? Like, I think that we, everyone, like, and how, how baller of a move was it that Branson made it first? He was just like, nah, I'm going to go, like, two weeks ahead of you. Yeah, nobody even knew he was, like, building a rocket. <laughs> He's just like, we're pushing it up. I'm going. He probably bought it from Tesla. I think he only made it into low Earth orbit. Like, he barely, he bought it from Tesla. First, <laughs> <laughs> said, come on, man. Let me borrow one of those Let rockets. borrow that, man. <laughs> I'd be way more impressed with Tesla's rockets if they ran on electricity as well. Mm. Well, they do run on less fuel than the NASA rockets. That's like, not a huge surprise. They can go up and back for, I don't remember exact numbers, but say $2 million. But Our, I mean, shit. Ours is like, like $80 million, and they're not reusable. NASA's brilliant idea was like, let's make a space shuttle, and we'll make several of them. And, you know, yeah, it's really fuel inefficient, and it kind of looks like a plane, but it's still a spaceship. And we'll take that up a bunch. Oh, except when it explodes <laughs> twice within yeah. 20 years. Tesla's like, no, we're just going to, like, shoot these rockets up. They're going to self-land, and we'll reuse them for a million bucks a pop. A little <laughs> bit more efficient, I think. <laughs> just slightly more efficient in the, uh, in the showing off our technological dick uh, aspect of it, you know? I mean, the, the biggest problem was I think all the NASA scientists uh, were watching the shuttle go up, and then at a certain point they were like, oh, look, over there, there's something blowing up in the sky. It's about this high. It's about this high on the horizon. 